Welcome to the Art of Personal Leadership, a Multiplier's Leadership Podcast. I'm Emily James, founder and director, and your podcast host. Together, we're learning to lead ourselves well so we can lead others better. So let's go. So here we are on podcast number three of leading from hidden places. Uh, I just love this title because really what we're doing here is we're just uh, doing exactly that. Leading from those places that nobody sees, from those places of silence and solitude in God's presence, leading from uh, God's word and his truth, not just leading out of a platform, leading out of skills and abilities, leading out of accomplishments. Those are not the things we're leading from today. We're recentering our heart, our mind on Jesus and allowing him to lead from these places that nobody sees, uh, these times with him that nobody is acknowledging. And these are the most precious and purposeful moments in our leadership. This is what the Art of Personal Leadership podcast is about. Uh, we definitely hit on skills and development from a function of leadership, and yet so much of how our leadership is, is really uh, how we lead our lives and how we live our lives. And that's what we're doing in the Psalms. We're going through six Psalms. We're on number three of six. So if you haven't seen the other two, I encourage you to go back and to listen. And today we're going through a Psalm that's one of my favorites, actually. And it's one um, I first actually experienced through a song. Um, not that I hadn't read it before, but it hadn't necessarily been one that stood out to me until we were at a church and we had a guest worship leader. And they just sang this song that they had written with a bunch of friends from Bible college. And I wish I was a good singer because I'd sing it for you, but I won't put you through that. Um, but it so as I do read it, though, hear it as a song over you. Um, because the way that they sang this song was just so beautiful in the sense of really coming into the presence of God and what we experience in that place. Like so much of what we do in life and leadership is so uh, caught up, honestly, in in stuff outside of that, in, you know, leading our teams, in administrative tasks, in the, again, the function of leadership. And, and, and hear me over these next few weeks, I'm not criticizing that. I, I, I'm a pastor at a local church. I lead this ministry. Like there's so much value in that. But I always want us to understand the value that we have in first leading out of a place of being, first leading out of this place of being in God's presence and really know what he's saying and speaking to us. I mean, this that is most critical and crucial. Like if there's one thing people can take away from this podcast, the art of personal leadership, it is that, that our leadership is so dependent on our being in the presence of God, in our being an understanding of who God is and knowing God and, and leading from those places, these hidden 
places. The very reason for the title of this series of going, God, I just want to make sure that I'm leading out of that place. Yes, leading and and living is always going to require doing in their seasons. I'm I'm in one right now where it feels more chaotic or or uh, busier than usual. But I never want to lose this. I never want to lose that it begins that my leadership is really founded and established in the presence of God in who God is and what he's doing in my life and what he's saying and what his word says and what his truth is. It's so important for leadership. So this is where we're going in the Psalms. We're doing exactly that. As I read this, I'm going to read two versions. The second one's the Passion Translation. Let this just be a song over you. Let this just be, um, you know, maybe picture me being a really good singer and, and how it may sound as we release this song, but really um, hear it as a prayer over your life. So it's Psalm 63, verse two to four, and it says, I have seen you in the sanctuary and I beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. And the Passion Translation says, I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. How I love and praise you, God. Daily, I will worship you passionately and with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. You know, I really want to talk today about God's love. And we can look at this scripture and it does say your love is better than life. I mean, that is a declaration that literally if we have God's love, we need nothing else. Like we literally could die now in this moment and be completely satisfied. And uh, so we can look at it though and and see it really as this uh, scripture of praise and worship on our behalf to God. And that is so true. It really is. I mean, it starts off by saying, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. That only happens in the presence of God. But I want to focus on God's love, the, the love of God that comes out of the scripture because it's in God's love And it's in an understanding of God's love that this praise, this worship, this desire, this longing, as we talked about in our last podcast, actually comes out. When we understand God's love for our life, that's when we begin to love God and love others in the way that he's called us to. It's only in understanding God's love. Why? Because God is love. So we need to understand God in order to love because he is love love. Do we understand that? Like if we're going to love with God's love and God is love, then we need to understand who God is. And so that's where, um, that is the place 
That's the beginning of this life that does worship in awe and adoration of God is, is knowing how much God loves us. And we can't understand fully God's love. Scripture says that. And yet God reveals a lot about his love to us. And so let's look at that. Let's talk about if God's love is better than life, then what does that mean for us? What do we need to know about God's love in order to fully to understand as we much as we can how much God's love is important in our life and and really uh, how we lead out of that place? Why? Because there's a self-love that rises up. There's this it, it, it takes away the need to compare um, because you're satisfied with who God's made you to be. You know how much God loves you. Uh, when you love, understand God's love, you love him better. You love yourself better and you love others better. And that makes a good leader, like to know and trust God because of his love, to be confident in who you are because of who God's created you to be and not just because of your own ability or accomplishments or even the lack of and therefore you're not confident in who you are you're not confident as you lead and to love others I mean if we're going to be a leader but we don't love people then we're not actually really leaders we're managers we're functioning. We're not leading as God has called us to lead. And so we need to lead out of a place of love. And if we're going to do that, uh, we need to understand God's love. We need to love Him with the same love. We need to love ourselves. And we need to love others in the way that God's called us to be. In fact, Scripture says they will know you by how you love one another. If you want your life to have impact and influence, if you want God to work through you into the lives of other people, going to be through his love. So let's talk about this love of God that is better than life itself. So God's love for you is unconditional. What does that mean for me? Well, it means I'm not striving for God's love. It means I'm not trying to accomplish it or do something for it. Uh, It's actually given to me through the grace of God. God's love is unconditional. That means I come without shame and guilt. I come even when maybe I've received God's love and I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and maybe I've fallen again. Maybe I've sinned. And we don't do things just because we say, okay, God's love's unconditional so I can get away with things. That's not what it's about when we truly understand the love of God. It's this desire to say, God, forgive me and I want to change. God, Thank you for your unconditional love that you haven't forgotten me just because I've done this, but I want to do better. I want to love you more. I want to love people more. And we can receive this unconditional love and therefore we have a greater love for people wherever they're at, uh, whatever they're going through, whether they're on our team and they frustrate us or whether it's difficult uh, seasons with them. Uh, We're able to love because we receive God's unconditional love. And when we weren't deserving of it, God loved us. And therefore, we understand that we can give that same love even when people are undeserving of it. Secondly, God's love is transformational. So what does that mean? That is good news. You know why? Because if there's areas of my life or my leadership that need to change, I got to let God's love permeate these places. God, what is in me 
that needs to change, maybe do better, maybe even be completely transformed and let your love fill those places. Let me receive your love in those places. As I lead others, as I love others, that uh, you walk with me in this journey, that if there is places of change or transformation in my life, God, that I just, I can receive the love of God and you will bring me through those places. You can transform those places through your love, whether that is uh, self-doubt, whether that's rejection that I've been dealing with, whether that's uh, just um, a situation that I'm going through in my life, whether that's dealing with relationships that have hurt or betrayed me. God, your love is greater than those things, and it can actually change my attitude, my perspective. It can change my thoughts. That's a huge one. Like when we're having negative thoughts about our leadership, about ourselves, about other people, God, help me to receive your love in those places. Help me to receive the transformative love of God that can actually change those thoughts because he loves me so I can love others. Because he has given me that grace, I can give grace to others. Because he has extended forgiveness to me, I can forgive others. That's how God's love transforms us. God's love is sacrificial. God so loved the world that he gave he gave his son because he loved us so much. That's the sacrifice that he gave to show his love to us. And so what does that mean for my life as I receive this love that's better than life itself? I can love God and others through that sacrifice. And what does that mean? That means ministry isn't about all these other things, what ministry or, or work or even life is about is God, how can I serve you and how can I serve others? I received this sacrificial love. Like you sacrificed everything. Like as a mom, I understand why he sent his son because it would be so much harder for me to give up my child's life than to even give up my own life. And that's the kind of love that we receive. That's why it's better than life itself, because it gives life. It gives us new life. And so we're able to understand that sacrificial love. And so leadership isn't about position or authority. Leadership becomes this desire to serve and to love others. That's what it does. That's what our life represents because we've received that same sacrificial love of God and God's love is personal. So we can actually say and, and, and have relationship like a close relationship with God. Like if we need things in life, that direction or wisdom or understanding, God is right there. So often we forget to ask. We forget that really he is with us at all times, everywhere. He is ever present. And so when we understand that God's love isn't, a, you know, a, he loves the whole world, but we see it as God loves you. He sees you and he hears you. Then we can understand we can be honest with God. He already knows 
So why not just be honest with him? Why not say the things that are on your heart out loud to him and let his unconditional love uh, show you how much he cares for you, how much he desires for you to know that you are seen and heard by him. And when we do that, when we understand that, we can be that for other people. Not that we're, not that we become God, but we can show them the God that loves them, that sees them, that hears them, that lets them know that they have value. Like when we understand God's personal love for us, we understand our worth and value in Him. And, and when we do that as leaders or when we understand that in our life, we can, we can help other people see that in their life. Like if we don't value ourselves, we're going to have a hard time helping people see the value in who God's created them to be. And so when we understand that personal, intimate love of God, that he brings the value and worth that he sees in you individually, we can help others experience that. We can help others see that. We can help others know that God loves them, sees them, and hears them. So a couple questions I just want us to ask ourselves as we uh, really renew our minds in God's love for us, this love that is better than life. And as we do, it creates this, this life of worship, this life of adoration back to God as the scripture is describing. So I want to ask you a couple of questions that I want you to answer for yourselves. Maybe write these down if you want, or come back to the podcast and pause it to write it down. But these are things I want you to ask yourself today. How do I see myself differently than God would see me? So what are the things that you see less about yourself than is true? I want you to write down those things. What areas am I holding on to that God's love can replace? Is it bitterness? Unforgiveness? Is it doubt? Is it fear? God's love casts out all fear. What are those things that you hold on to that are hindering you, that God's love can replace. How do you respond to the gift of God's love and how you lead and live? Like how does God's love, this gift of this unconditional, transformational, sacrificial, personal love, how do you hold on to that? And how does that make the way that you lead and live differently? And write down those things and begin to see what are the areas that I need to let God's love permeate me? What are the truths that I need to understand about how God sees me? And how can I live differently as I begin to receive more of God's love? Not that God's love wasn't there before, but we need to be open to God's love to let it uh, pour into us. It is unconditional, but we can receive this love. This love that is better than life. And as we do, uh, our lips glorify God. There's this, there's this praise, this worship, this adoration that flows out of our life. And it permeates to people, to the people we lead, to how we lead, to how we live our life. And it begins with God's love and understanding more of God's love. 
Thanks for listening to an episode of The Art of Personal Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this podcast today. For more information about Multipliers Leadership, you can head to multipliersleadership.com. And don't forget a new episode every Tuesday morning.